Welcome to Business of Design. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. The Business of Design podcast offers immediate, actionable strategies and a glimpse into some of the many field-tested, proven systems you can implement to transform your business and your life. After the show, head to businessofdesign.com and get started with the BOD 15-step project management strategy and six foundational programs. Together, they deliver the systems, procedures, and strategies you need to run a successful, highly profitable design business. There's no theory here. The complete BOD business model is yours through Business of Design membership. Business of Design. There's only one. And now, your BOD Advocate-in-Chief, Kimberly Selden. Well, hello, you fabulous interior design professional. Welcome to Business of Design, episode 342. This is just me, and I'm talking about a project that I'm working on right now, and in particular, one set of stairs, just an ordinary set of stairs. Nothing complicated, nothing out of the ordinary, And when we took this job, I said to myself, well, this will be easy. I should have known the minute I had that thought how foolish it was, because there is no such thing as an easy job, is there? We've all done it. We've all taken a little job that we thought we would just squeeze in. How could we say no? I can handle this myself. I know I'm overwhelmed and busy with 29 other things, but this won't take any time at all. Years ago, I wrote this article for a design magazine called Style at Home Magazine. Actually, I was the decorating editor at Style at Home Magazine for 18 years. And part of my job was to write a monthly column, which was a design lesson. One month, I decided to write about how complex our job is And I use the example of creating a decorative cushion or pillow. In the article, I described how many steps it took to create that pillow. From first deciding the shape of the pillow, the size of the pillow, the filling, to then deciding what the fabric would look like. Did it have one fabric on the front and one fabric on the back? What about the trim? Was there a zipper? And on and on. Something like 12 steps to a pillow. And the point of the article was, if you think a design project is easy, look at how complicated it is to produce one pillow. There is no job any one of us has ever been hired to do that's simple or easy, and we know that. Case in point, the stairs. Honestly, a very simple staircase on this project. It's a side-split house So the stairs are tucked against the wall. They make one sharp left turn about halfway up. Could not be simpler. And yet, honestly, I think my hair has gone more gray from dealing with these damn stairs. So this episode, I hope, number 342, The Stairs, is going to remind you that what you do is not easy. And don't do what I did and take a little job thinking, oh, how hard can it be? Remind yourself, no matter how small the job is, if it involves renovating or decorating or staging, it's complicated. And your expertise matters a lot. People pay us to do this work because it's complicated. I'm glad you're here. For me, this is therapy. 
So picture me on the sofa. You're sitting in a chair taking notes. I would love to know your thoughts on this conversation, that's for sure. And someone else's thoughts I admire all the time. The one, the only, Cheryl Horn. Quick announcements and then right into the episode. This is one of those episodes, Cheryl, where, uh, you know, I kind of lay on the proverbial couch and tell everybody what's really going on. This one project just seems to have the strangest things happening. I don't know if there's like a full moon or, you know, Mars is in retro. I don't, I don't know, whatever. I just the strangest thing. So the entire episode is about one staircase on a project. So you're just ranting? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> for, for the whole episode? Yeah, everybody's like, you might as well Sing. tune out now. Yeah. <laughs> Using this platform as your personal therapy. Love it. Oh my gosh, exactly right. You guys should charge (laughs) me for having to put up with me and listen to me. But Cheryl, I'm going to get it together for these two big events we have coming up in Toronto and DC. Tell everybody. Yeah, get it out of of your system (laughs) before you have to help other designers with their project-specific issues or problems. So uh, coming up on October 4th and 5th, we're going to be in Toronto and October 25th and 26th in Winchester. And you're going to be doing two-day intensive seminars covering the full BOD 15-step project management strategy. No theory, by the way. This is not theory. This is exactly how I run the project. So if you have questions about how to qualify clients, about how to sign them up for the consultation, what happens at the consultation, what are the deliverables, how do you answer the question, how much will this cost? That will spend a fair bit of time on stuff like that. What size is the retainer? These are the specific things you're going to leave with. And I think you're going to leave with a host of people you just really adore because these events tend to get kind of real and kind of vulnerable and, you know, that's where the magic happens. So I'm really looking forward to hosting everybody in Toronto. You're going to be coming to my condo, which will be super casual. Uh, That means at lunchtime, we can just curl up on the sofa together and hang out and have a real conversation. And then in DC, I think we're going to be hanging out with Sierra. Yeah, Sierra Collins is going to be hosting it. She's got her own event space there. Uh, and then on one of the days, she's going to be doing uh, a lunch and learn, just a quick uh, session with her, which is a fun bonus. Sierra's, Sierra's awesome. She's been working with so many of our members for years now. And our, yeah, our members love her. Love her. So very excited. Um, please sign up, small, intimate group. I promise it'll change your life. Cheryl, what? tell everybody the cost. I can never remember. <laughs> That's okay. Um, the regular price is $21.95. Members are going to save $200. And uh, it's nine to five on both days. They're Tuesday and Wednesday, or sorry, Wednesday and Thursday, um, both weeks. Uh, so sign up and join us. And one thing that you had said in a recent uh, BOD live session when a member was talking about sort of where where she dropped the ball in a, in a project is describing running a project um, like a bucket and it has all these tiny little holes. Mm -hmm. And if you only implement bits and pieces of the BOD 15, it's just going to make the other holes bigger because they take on the pressure for, you know, being able to hold water in the bucket. Like it's so important that you really do go step by step and implement every single system, or it's just going to emphasize the areas of your business that you didn't focus on. Yeah, we've we've just been watching that phenomenon for years as we see people like take little bits from the podcast and try to make it work and you just can't do it. So this is a way of just making sure you're starting with a bucket that doesn't have holes in it. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and connecting with other designers who are implementing the same systems as you are and holding one another accountable. Um, you're going to meet other designers going through the, the same things that you are, and you can implement the BOD 15 together. And then of course, we're here to support. And if you have any questions, um, please uh, reach out to me, Cheryl at businessofdesign.com. Oh, Cheryl, thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing no everybody in Toronto and DC, by the way. Yeah. Looking forward to it. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, it's my turn today. I need to talk to you. I'm losing my mind over stairs. You know, those things you use to go from one floor to another. They're fixed. They're made of wood. Usually there's a railing, there's posts. How hard can this be, right? Well, let me tell you what's going on with the stairs on one of my projects. (sighs) I'm not even sure where to begin. Well, maybe I'll begin at the beginning. First of all, I've been doing this a long time and I think I'm pretty good at it. I have a lot of systems and procedures now. Some of you use my systems and procedures and they work really well. Every once in a while though, just a perfect storm happens and it feels like the inmates are running the asylum. So here's what happened with stairs on a project. Small project, lovely project. These clients are the grown children of former clients. So former clients, we loved working with them, have a son who is now grown and has a wife of his own. And they called us to do a small renovation in their urban home. Great. Not really my dream job. It's a bit small for us, but I don't have a minimum buy-in and it's more important to me to work with my ideal clients than to focus in on you must spend a million dollars. So if we have the bandwidth, if I like the clients, I'm probably going to make room for smaller projects, which I find kind of gratifying, right? Because they go faster. Well, they usually go faster. I don't know unless there are stairs, I guess. So anyway, we're taking out a couple of walls, making the living room and dining room more open. We're adding a really cool walnut slatted feature wall between the foyer and the living room, just to give the distinction that there's an entranceway because it's very small. I think that's going to be awesome. And to the right, as you enter this home, there is a staircase. It looks like a lot of other staircases, nothing special about this staircase. We do trade day. We have the contractor there. And this is where things go off the rails. My contractor has a floor refinishing guy that he really likes, but I've had the same floor refinishing guy since 1990, I don't know, something. Kevin. Kevin's awesome. Kevin always does what Kevin says he's going to do. The work is always beautiful. He gives us a detailed written quote. We tell the client what it's going to cost and everybody's happy. But my contractor was really, really insistent that he'd like to work with his guy because he hasn't given him enough work recently and he feels bad about that. And so I said, you know what? No problem. You trust him. I trust him. This is great. So we have trade day. And the contractor says he's going to do the measurements on behalf of the flooring refinisher. And by the way, there's some floor on stairs, right? The tread, that's floor. The riser, that's not really floor. So you have to decide if you're going to treat it like floor or treat it in some other way. Like, is it going to have a paint finish 
or is it going to match the tread of the stair? So that's why the flooring refinishing guy is important when we're talking about the stairs. So the contractor takes the measurements all as well. We send a quote request following trade day. And you might think this is where we made our second mistake. I'm open to that opinion for sure. On the quote request, it says, remove all existing flooring, replace with the new flooring, which then has to be sanded and stained. And it includes the treads of the staircase. The quote request also says, stain and refinish staircase. Are you trying to guess what happened? Yeah, we get a quote back. We tell the client what the price is. They say yes, and the work is underway. We go on site for a standardized site meeting to check things out. And the senior designer on the project calls me and says, the floor looks great, but for some reason, the handrail and the posts have not been restained. I say, okay, well, that seems weird because I would think you maybe would do those before you do the floor, but who knows? What do I know? Maybe he's saving them to do them afterwards because they're finicky. And we move on to other agenda items. Four or five days go by. We're back to do another site check and sure enough, the handrail and the balustrade and the balusters, I think that's what you call a post, right? I can't even think right now. They have not yet been stained. So we give a call to the contractor. He says, let me find out what's going on. He goes, oh yeah, yeah. Mike says he didn't quote to do that portion of the work. (laughs) And we're like, what? It says, remove the flooring, reinstall, stain everything, and stain and refinish the staircase. Stain and refinish, meaning the handrail's not being removed, it's being refinished. What part did you think was being refinished? And here we go down this rabbit hole where everybody's kind of pointing fingers. And I think to myself, why didn't I just use Kevin? Kevin is just never, ever going to do that to us. All right, not a big deal. It's just a day in the life, right? This happens to us all the time. We got this. We work it out. We talk to the contractor. We come up with a way that we're going to solve this together. And we've been working together a long time. And I think, okay, I'm going to take half responsibility for this. He's going to take half responsibility. We're going to get it solved. But no, we don't get it solved. The next we hear from the refinisher is that the posts cannot be stripped and restained. They're too thin. So now they need to be painted. Okay, had I had the refinisher on site at trade day, He might have been able to tell us that in advance, we'd have had a paint color ready to go and we wouldn't have to bother the clients. Not happy about it, but it's not the end of the world. And he goes on to say, but no problem. I'm going to sand and refinish the handrail. Great. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. We go back to the client and we explain that the posts are too thin. The veneer on the posts are too thin. So we're going to paint it. They say, no problem. Do you think it'll look good? I say it's going to be beautiful. It'll be brighter. It'll be fresher. It's a great choice. But between me and you, I would have rather brought them that at the beginning and proposed that at the beginning rather than having to fix it after the fact. You know what I mean? I know you do. I know you get me. So we're making progress. I'm super happy about that. A few days later, which is like yesterday, I get a call. I'm on the job site. I want to FaceTime you. So I'm like, okay, this is unusual. This is my senior project manager. What's going on? 
I see that she's standing near the staircase, but I don't imagine this is about the staircase. On this point, I would be wrong. It is about the staircase. In fact, it's about the handrail. The handrail has been restained. It's beautiful. However, only the top of it has been restained. Underneath the bottom portion of the handrail, where it meets each of the individual posts, has been painted, but not the color of the posts. It's been painted a dull brown to sort of blend in with the stained wood on top of the railing. I am completely gobsmacked. Are you kidding me? The thing about a staircase and a handrail is you don't really see it at the bottom of the stairs, right? Where the balustrade is, unless you're super short, unless you're a toddler and you're looking up. But as the stairs ascend and you walk down the hall, you completely see underneath the handrail. I mean, what is happening here? So then we have to go another round talking about the underside of the handrail. And the service provider in this case said that our quote request just said to stain the handrail. It didn't say anything about underneath the handrail. To which I said, well, you don't want to know what I said. It's not polite. I phoned the contractor. I said, this is on you. I'm done talking to this guy. Strip it, restain it, do it right. No discussion. Not even listening to another word about the handrail. It's all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. It's going to be taken care of. My contractor apologized. I said, you know, maybe there's a reason you haven't been giving this guy work. When I hire a trade to do anything on a job site, we both know, that tradesperson and me, we both know that that trade knows more about what happens next or what needs to be done than I do. I have no idea how complicated it is to strip a floor and stain a floor. It looks hard. I don't want to know. That's not what I do. But I do want to be able to trust the people I hire to do those things without interruption. And that had me thinking about my A-team. If you're lucky enough to have one trade or two trades who do more than just the bare minimum, who seem committed to quality work, to building a relationship, to representing your brand in front of your client, you got to hang on to those people. They are worth their weight in gold. Interior design professionals ask me all the time, how can I get an A-team? I wish I had an easy answer for you, but I can tell you this. You need to find one person, just one tradesperson who can be an A-team member and build from there. Because I found my first person happened to be my painter, and it was in 1991, believe it or not. And from there, he brought me a wallpaper person. And the wallpaper person introduced me to an electrician. And the electrician had a brother-in-law who was a plumber, and so on and so forth. It would be amazing if I could tell you that I've had the exact same A-team 
since I launched my business in the early 90s. But of course I don't. People retire, they move away, they get burnt out. And so from time to time, I'm looking for someone new or I'm willing to try someone new like I did in this situation. Sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised and I end up with an amazing plumber or floor refinisher. And sometimes I remind myself, just use the A-team. Just use the person I know. When clients ask me if I'm going to get two or three quotes and present them to them, I always say the same thing. No, I'm going to ask my A-team of providers to give you a quote. They are not the least expensive guys out there, and they are not the most expensive guys, but they make 100% of my clients happy. That sounds pretty good, right? When I say that, I have never once had a client insist that I get multiple quotes. There's so many reasons why that's a drain on you and not productive. And I know sometimes we want to do that and we want to make it the client's decision who to use because somehow then we think we're absolved a responsibility. But trust me when I tell you, if the client had hired this floor refinisher, I would still be the person who had to solve the multiple problems. So I'd rather just take responsibility and be the person who hired them. Could you ever imagine that a staircase could be so complicated to renovate? I mean, we weren't even tearing it apart. Just refinishing the tread, repainting the risers, painting the posts, and restaining the handrail just a staircase. Now consider for one moment how much more complicated it is to decorate a whole room or renovate the main floor of a house or build a house. Your work is so complex. It requires tremendous focus, incredible powers of organization, hard work, and perseverance. If you're wondering why I'm always nattering at you to raise your rates, think about how hard it is to do a refresh on stairs. Godspeed, you guys. I hope your week's been great. I think my week was pretty good, but it is amazing how something like this will kind of derail me and I'll just Focus on it when I might be focused on the 50 things that are going great. Where would I be without you guys to talk to? Honestly, who could possibly understand how challenging this work is? Only us. Nobody else cares. Whatever's going on in your business, I have your back. I know you have mine. Thanks for being here, everyone. And wish me luck. I'm going on the job site next week, and those damn stairs better look freaking amazing. Thanks for listening and supporting the BOD mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. If you're ready to implement an exact business model for running a streamlined, profitable business, field tested by thousands of design professionals around the world, head to businessofdesign.com and get started today. It's time to dramatically improve your business and transform your life.